female empowerment, mindset, and networking. If you love all of these things and you're in the right place, welcome to the For the Love of Queens podcast with the Brandy Johnson. Hey, hey, loves, the Brandy Johnson here with our very first episode of For the Love of Queens podcast. So my special guest today is actually Dominique, the practical teacher, Prosper. And she has been a teacher for almost three decades. Wow. <laughs> you must really love what you do. But I'm going to give Dominique a chance to actually introduce herself and share what it is she loves to help not only herself, because she does it herself, but she loves helping other educators and other people that need extra strategies learn the steps that they can take to use the skills that they already have in order to push themselves in that direction. So, turn it over to you, Ms. Dominique. How are you today? Hi, Brandy. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Thank you for coming. So, <laughs> what is it? Um, that, that you love to share about yourself? What brought you to, to this side of things? What, why are you so passionate about helping others create exit strategies? Well, thank you for asking me uh, to join in on your first broadcast of your new podcast. It's a really big honor and I don't take it lightly. I think that uh, helping with uh, the community and sharing what we know and where we've come from can help in so many ways that we don't realize. So uh, having this opportunity is uh, really enlightening for me and I hope that whoever comes across this broadcast can glean something from it, um, from the words that I've said or from our interaction together, so thank you. I am a school teacher and I think the job likes me versus <laughs> me liking it. I, I do like free time. I do like um, to be at home. And so this particular job allowed me to do that. What it did not allow me to do was to prepare for what happens after a career is over. And that is not unique to me, it's unique to everyone. Um, if you're between the ages of, let's see, I have a 17 year old, so let me say 20. If you're between the ages of 20 and up, uh, your childhood was probably uh, what, what you heard at home was probably the same story I heard at home, which was to go to school, get an education, <laughs> get a job, get married, have some children, and hopefully someday retire, which we know is um, a glorified way of saying stay broke, because if your job kept you just over broke what makes you think retirement is going to be anything close to wealthy it's not 
How can you work a job for 40 years and be just over broke? But <laughs> when you retire, somehow that broke status is going to turn into, um, what is it, milk and honey? Or, you know, just a pot of gold or your carnival cruise in the sky? It doesn't happen that way. Mm -hmm. So, um, at this point, not only is it the fact that we are drilled with the same scenario, however, um, what you find also in the job market is that people don't control their destiny, their future, their blueprint. Uh, somebody else controls it. <laughs> and that could be your manager, your director, whoever you um, report to and whatever they think or feel about you. So not only are you set up from the age, from a tender age to aspire to something that will never result in a pot of gold or, you know, a, a, a river of milk and honey, but you also don't control what happens to you, it's almost like you're shackled from the beginning to the end. Mm -hmm. Somebody else will control all that. So where did I get my um, interest? It's, it, I don't, it's happened to me. It's happened, it's happening to me. Mm -hmm. um, it's happening to all of us. So it's not something that we don't know. It's something that we don't know what to do about. I can definitely see that. But you have found a solution to making, um, generating income on the side and growing it in order to assist when you do reach that age that you're ready to retire from your full time. So what method do you use or methods do you use in order to supplement your income and grow it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, to start with, it's, something that each of us has to decide uh, what it is that we know and you go from there you know um, the hardest part of what we're doing is is right now you know using our voice so the method that you want to use is uh, your voice to reach out to uh, people like you are doing with your podcast you know who, who are audience okay so um it's it's more in depth than that but uh what what would help your audience is what if you don't what if you drink the kool-aid and <laughs> work the 40 years you already know look at your parents look at your grandparents you know look at the legacy um that's there that's probably the most important aspect because that will propel you to do something absolutely and that that plan that you're describing that 40 40 40 plan that work for 40 years and save 40 years and hope you can retire and live up a 40 percent is that with today's day and age it's not feasible 
And so it's, I believe it's very important to share the message that it's our responsibility and it's absolutely possible for us to create small um, side hustles that we build over the course of five, 10 years. I myself have been working on um, uh, about three companies for the last, mm -hmm. one of them for at least five years. That's the eBay company that actually set me free from my full-time job um, two years ago, um, September 29th. And so it's like my first love as far as um, entrepreneurship goes. I've tried uh, network marketing companies and they're not bad. There are also some really good network marketing companies, but there's nothing like having your own that you know strictly rises and falls on your own work. So I would like to know, um, what are your sons learning from what you're doing? Uh, you know, kids, uh, kids pretty much operate in their own universe. Uh, they they continue to go to school and you know complete their assignments. Uh, certain kids are really entrepreneurial, and from a tender age, you know they show um, they 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 build things. They manufacture things. So my kids are not like that. My kids are more social. They have a lot of friends. They like to go out. They do have ideas. So what you, what I try to do with my kids and what I think parents do now, especially is say to them seriously, like you really want to have something going on and you want to, not get tied or addicted to a paycheck. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be in a rat race. Things like that versus get a job, get, you know, you need an education, okay? But uh, an education to do something. That's awesome. Because I have seen <laughs> your sons in action. One of them is very good at editing on YouTube. YouTube editing, then he's, and I bet you anything that he just kind of he just picked up on it. It's not a big deal to him, but that's an awesome skill to have. I know people that would pay for that skill. <laughs> yeah, so that, there you go. So, yeah, they that's it right there. They already have skills. So um, unfortunately, uh, if you're in the business world, if you have a job and you're ten, after 10 years, 15 years, you already have kids, a wife, whatever your situation, um, and you're asking your spouse, you know, give me three years to build this business, and it's like, what? <laughs> Don't let that happen. True story. But I, I have been fortunate enough. My my husband supports me. Um, he doesn't understand like the level of like. I guess I'm considered like one of those people that high high belief in spirituality, alignment, divine purpose, and that kind of stuff. And he's like, I don't know what all that is, but <laughs> but he's as supportive as he can be. And he's he's growing along with me. He's seen the changes in me over the process. Um, you've actually been a part of some of those changes. So I definitely appreciate you being one of my coach mentors you're very good at what you do and I absolutely love your group 
that I hope you will share um, how other people can maybe become a part of that group if they're seeking accountability because we are very um, adamant about accountability because it's probably one of the biggest things that have helped me to accelerate um, my rate of growth um, not only as a business owner but um, in, in my relationships and my ability to connect with my sisters the more and more of whom I'm meeting and connecting with on different levels and learning to appreciate each person's different specialty I absolutely love the process that you've created in that group um, I will say that um, you have a very unique way of doing things. So how did you come across the method that you use to like kind of keep us on track? Like, is that just from your experience as a teacher or is that because you had a specific direction you were trying to take everybody in order to help them hit their best um, levels of potential? Well, you know, you, you learn what works and what doesn't work, you know, like with anything. And uh, I know that um, for those of us who have to go to work after a Sunday or after the weekend or after any type of break, um, procrastination is like, it's gonna, it's gonna knock on your door, so. It's like, if you don't come up with something to address um, procrastination primarily, you know, the biggest thief is out there is procrastination because you will put things down, you will look, look at it on the shelf or it will be on the shelf. Mm -hmm. So um, I believe that, you know, if you care about what your clients are going through um then you're gonna try to get procrastination out of the way because that's probably gonna be their biggest um thing and then inspiration i think is your personality yeah absolutely oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. hopefully i'm not anybody off but <laughs> well it, it, sometimes things are going to be for people and typically if it what I like to say is the truth will set you free but first it'll piss you off <laughs> but you can't address the problem until you acknowledge that one exists but I wanted to know like have you always known about entrepreneurship like throughout your life because I honestly didn't understand what entrepreneurship was until like my 20s mm -hmm. well um Oops. <laughs> yeah, I, I always knew what it was, and um, I believe it's a natural inclination for children, and it's snuffed out pretty early. You know, yeah, so... They tried to snuff it out of me. I just didn't know what it was that they were trying to snuff out. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, yes. And then also... Um, depending on your era, like when you were growing up, they, girls were tracked one way, boys were tracked another way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, <laughs> you can, 
surmise right there, like why, <laughs> you know, uh, even parents, they'll pigeonhole their kids. The older one has to go first, but the genius is the youngest one or the middle one. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think it happens less these days, but depending on when you came up. Absolutely. Um, I kind of experienced a little bit of that myself. Uh, there were certain things my brother, even though he was younger than me, was allowed to do that I wasn't because I was the female child. <laughs> but um, I, I think that might have been why like, I still identify as like a grown tomboy at this point. Because um, <clears throat> I've always loved what the boys do. I like to play sports. I love basketball, football, and the like. Haven't played in quite a while, but that's just what I've always been drawn to. Barbies and stuff just weren't for me. <laughs> so, what kind of kid were you growing up? Oh, I, I, I'm, well, I'm very girly. I do like sports, um, athletic. You know, I, I was, I'm one of five. I'm number two, so my brother's before me, but I. I was, I was all of that. I was from the feminine to the, to the, (laughs) you know, if you put me on a baseball field, football field, I will try it. You know, like back in the day, um, I think there was a movie called The Little Dugout, you know, there were like, or The Little Rascals, you know, the girls were just as rough and tumble as the boys type of thing. And then when she got cleaned up, she was like a beauty queen type thing so that was that was us that was us it wasn't like i wasn't just doing the girl and then older you know as as like eight onward i I was definitely more into dance and you know i've always been a creative arts type person so and then exercise for health and and all that so but yeah i i did not waste any time staying inside i stayed outside. I swear yeah. my generation was the last one to play outside on a regular basis. These kids nowadays are like, they were going to look at a tablet all day and actually go outside and play. There are marvelous things out there to do. <laughs> so, you are an entrepreneur on the side as well. You do coaching and stuff. I want um, you to share, like, who, who are you for? Who, who is your specific audience that you try and help above? Well, I know you'll help anybody, anybody that needs it that comes to you. But what was the group of people that, that first got you started, that first gave you this passion to help people create exit strategies and start side businesses and, or even just show off their talents and monetize it? Well, you know, teachers didn't come to mind first because teachers love the whole lifestyle of a teacher. Teachers love, you know, shopping at Walmart, school supplies. They love the mom aspect of teaching. Okay, you can't tell them nothing, you know. They love wearing the school shirts and the jeans and having a classroom and decorating the classroom. They love the, the that whole side of it. Like, okay, and it's pretty, it's pretty great, right? You know, you, you just fix it up. It's like moving into a new house. Teachers love that. So teachers never came to mind, but I was living as a teacher and feeling and knowing that 
um, it's, it doesn't look good after you finish teaching. You know, the max you're gonna make is 60% of your salary. So if you're making, if your average salaries are like 65, 70, you know, half of 70 is 35 plus, that's 50 plus 10 more percent on that. Yeah, that's like $40,000. Who can live on $40,000 a year? So most of the neighborhoods that teachers might live in are either middle class, and then if they have a second income, it's middle class and then some. Okay, so how are you gonna go from that to, so just those numbers alone, I started thinking, oh my gosh, you know, I have to reach out to teachers as well, you know. Um, so women, obviously, because take off, I don't like to talk about work. I don't care what you do. <laughs> I don't mm -hmm. care if you work in a beauty shop. I don't care if you office work, outdoor work. I don't care about that. I care about the person, you know. Um, so when it, came, when it comes to sharing opportunities, it's anybody. Anybody who is looking, uh, needing, wanting something more. So um, I wouldn't be exclusive to anyone and exclusive and, and, you know, exclude someone else. No, but I have to, um, you know, you got, you, you have to call certain people out because otherwise they're like, no, I'm good. Look at my classroom, look at my vacations, look at my, you know, they think about the perks, right? It's not even a perk. It's just, um, and it's not even an environment because you, you have a classroom, but most teachers out of 10, <laughs> I would say schools are so urbanized now. I would say three out of 10 work in a school that they could, they could live there. They could just, you know, set up their whole bed and, and live there, bring their fridge, bring their little, you know, TV. <laughs> okay. Most us are in schools like we what is, is it 315 let's go <laughs> so no it's 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 everybody but teachers in particular that's the lifestyle that I'm living so you know but anyone who under the sound of my voice you know pretty much um, it, it and women so, you know, if I have to say in, in what order, it's definitely women, teachers. Um, and if you have, if you, if you live a paycheck, if you live a paycheck, uh, what is it? Check, check to check. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's something I would definitely like to stress to anybody that gets a chance to listen to this podcast. Um, Ladies in particular, it doesn't matter what type of job you have. Mm -hmm. um, side income is a possibility. It's something that you can do. No matter what your circumstances look like, it's something that we can all do. It's just a matter of what scale we're going to start on. If you're working fast food and you barely have any money to get by, you above anybody else should definitely have some type of way to generate a side income. And what a lot of people 
else to share is you don't have to have a whole lot of money or any money, depending on what route you decide to take to start a side income. Um, it can be online. It can be a small trade that you have that you didn't realize you can monetize. That's why you reach out to people like Dominique and myself. So, Dominique, before we jump off in here, would you like to share with our, our listeners and possible watchers how to get a hold of you and what to expect when they get a hold of you? Well, my email list is at bit.ly forward slash wecare19. And that is the email list from which I uh, communicate and um, write what offers I have coming up and what's going on with me. Um, so go ahead and register right there, bit.ly forward slash wecare19 so that you can receive notifications, emails, offers, um, and you can always find me on all social media, Instagram at the practical teacher, Dominique underscore the practical teacher. And then on Facebook, my whole, my first and my last name. So um, bottom line is with me, if you cannot check off um, on a list that includes that you've been promoted, that you have been um, transferred with a, with with a salary increase, um, different different aspects of our jobs that would increase your income over time. Okay, then you need to think about um, you know what your what your later picture is going to look like, what what your retirement is going to look like because it's it's going to be you already know a step down. And so if you haven't had those things that do incrementally uh, increase your, your salary over 30 years, then, um, you know, maybe you've been pigeon, pigeonholed or um, stagnated, okay? And, and women primarily, because we take time off, we have children, we stay at home with the children, we go back to the workforce below where we stopped, you know, depending. Um, if you weren't smart enough to like, you know, start a business at home with your babies, you know, and most of us don't even think like that, or we try it and we just give up on it and we're like, six weeks, we just go back to work or six months, something like that. It, you have to be of that mindset that you already know you can do better like literally by yourself like you and your husband can come up with a better strategy than if you just keep plotting away at, at that job okay because if you haven't gotten promotions and you know i have a list and it's going to be in my webinar so if you sign up for my um registration and it's going to show you know if those things are not a part of your scenario and most teachers besides getting a little bump it's called a step increase, which is like $800 divided by 26. It's about 50 bucks a check. You know, that's not going to get you your, your carnival cruises, your vacations to Europe. It's not going to get you any of that. Mm -hmm. So bottom line is get the, get informed. 
get informed. So, absolutely. All right, you guys. Well, I hope you have enjoyed this first installment of For the Love of Queens podcast. I am the Brandy Johnson, and this was Miss Dominique, the practical teacher, Prosper, the lovely lady. Please feel free to reach out to her when she says I'm available to, to communicate with. That's exactly what we mean. We don't just put information out here and you do with it what you will. We legitimately want to hear from you guys. We want to start guiding as many ladies into the right direction as possible as far as looking into starting their own side hustles and generating that little bit of income to maybe give themselves some breathing room and figure it out what it is they're passionate about, what they're highly skilled at, and how to monetize that. So reach out to me, guys. If you'd like to get a hold of me, just email me. It's simply thebrandyjohnson at outlook.com. And there's different mm-hmm. websites and things become available. I'll be sharing those. They're still in the works, but expect in the next couple of weeks to be able to reach out via my website as well. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for joining me this evening, Dominique. And until next time, guys, later.